Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Beer League. This week, we are sadly missing the TA himself. Nick, still don't know his last name. He's told me twice now. I, I actually don't remember his last name. Uh, but we... <laughs> so sorry, Nick. Oh, my God. I don't either. <laughs> yeah. Do you, do you know? I know. Okay. <laughs> so I'm not the only one. It's okay. He's Nick to us. As you heard from the background voices, we got our trusty producer, Johnny, back on the keys before he leaves us for a nice... Well, I was going to say a siesta, but a siesta is like an afternoon thing. So yeah, no, it's going to be a, for three weeks. So It's a long miss, siesta. Miss it, you guys. So much like fiesta, a, he needs a siesta. Exactly. Wow. Well put. True. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah. I'll come back with some good stories. Though. And then, of course, my trusty right-hand man, Eric Beer. What's up, guys? So let's start out the way... Set. Take us through your thoughts on the Pats winning and your first blush... I'm super... Well, the, the big thing about the Pats winning to me... God damn it, Johnny! Was, you know, Tom talked about... All right, let's get into it. How was everyone's weekend? Um, so Johnny and I went up to Gray's Lake for our friend Sarah Rose's birthday. It was a very, very fun time. Uh, I had uh, lost the Johnny Bowl, which is our end of the year uh, uh, battle in fantasy football. We always play each other every single year at the very last last week of the season. It's kind of like a, you know, Michigan-Ohio State-esque rivalry, um, probably even more mm-hmm. um, intense. But uh, the loser has to drink a fifth every single time or whenever they lose, and it has to be in, like, one sitting. I think we put the time limit on, what, like, seven hours? I don't know, six hours? But, uh, we have a set of rules, but essentially, you know, at least every half hour you got to be taking a shot. Every it's half ridiculous hour, yeah. and aggressive, but, yeah. you know, better win next time. Yeah, so, I mean, I don't remember finishing it. I know that I did. I was told I did, but I finished it. Is, it, is that right? You finished it, absolutely. Oh, okay, good, yeah. yeah. You, was, were, you were sleeping standing up. Good. Yeah. Well, I, I still made it, though. You made it. You made it out. You celebrated the birthday. Yep. It was impressive. Yeah. Don't remember it, but yeah, well, I bet I did. Sleeping standing up is just called multitasking. Right. I mean, there's no shame in that game. If you're still moving, it, it, what, what no one realizes is it's all the matter of your autopilot. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, because me, if I have, you know, like two beers, I'm already getting sleepy. So I have the worst autopilot. Is that I just, your autopilot? I just want to go. Well, I'm not like autopilot, but like, as soon as I get like past two beers, I just want to go to sleep. So I'm not the I'm not the right guy. So like the Whoa. fact that like you and other people I know like go out and stuff, it blows my mind. So I, I give respect to that. Oh, uh, Johnny, how was your weekend? It was good. Uh, one of the Johnny Bowl. One more year. Maybe the beer bowl next year. Maybe. But, uh, uh, no, it was relaxed. Mostly just getting ready for next week. Um, very ready to get out of this cold. Got to relax really hard to go to Mexico. Yeah. Got to relax before I relax. Yeah. Good. You don't get to prepare. Exactly. Mm -hmm. My weekend was really good. We had a shout out to Ryan. Um, I don't even know how to pronounce his last name. But anyways, uh, I met him on Connor Fister's bachelor party. He came into town. He came in strictly for to watch the Bears beat Dallas. So he's from Texas. Him and his brother-in-law came to town and so i was thinking like oh they got to be dallas people right so i met up with them uh, on work on or after work on thursday at a bar and i walk in and they're both head to toe bears gear heck yeah and i was just like whoa like you guys are from texas he's like yeah but fuck the cowboys i was like i "I knew i liked you it was a heck of a game so he went out to the game um i sent him to lou milnati's to have some pizza um and then he went to ditka's Cause, oh, yeah. Because his brother-in-law is like a huge Ditka's fan. So they went there, got the famous nachos. They said it was really good. Uh, we went out Friday, had a blast. 
It's so funny because he's so big. Like, I wish you guys could have met him. He's, he's a giant. He looks like Captain America. There's just no way getting around it. But he has a little bit of a lisp, so he's not perfect. <laughs> but he really steers into the skid because, like, if someone, like, jokes about it he'll just be like oh, oh okay what? what what do you want me to say uh spaghetti squash what do you want me to say uh, <laughs> suck attach like what do you want me to say so that i like that he is uh he's really you know funny about it and he like steers into the skid um but yeah it sounds like we all had a good weekend how mm-hmm. about that sunday football action so what do we got this week johnny all right the first one we got 49ers saints Forty- oh, you, oh you're literally starting off with the banger the game the banger the Absolutely. game of the week yeah what a game. What do you guys think? That game was absolutely insane. I think the same – I said exactly what I said after the Eagles-Patriots game, the Super Bowl, where it was, like, really high scoring and everything. Mm-hmm. I said that is really good for football because oh, yeah. it's going to give the not-as-hardcore people who watch, the sh- or who watch sports to be like, whoa, that's they could score 90 that's, points in a game. Fun to that's watch. that's yeah. nuts. Probably. What was the over in that game? Does anyone know? All I know is I hit the over by uh, by halftime. So I think it was around 40, 40-something. 40 it's like earlier where I said the – I forgot the Bucks and someone else. I was like, oh, I think it was the Bucks and Saints where I was like, I would take that line at 70. This is one of the, this is one of the times where I'd be like you joking with hyperbole and I would have killed it. What a game, though. I mean, who needs defense? Who needs that? Defense is boring and should not even be needed. That, that game showed it. it the was only team that a, needs it is the Bears. It was such a good game. Yeah, it was incredible. It, it was insane. I mean, Garoppolo even looked good. Um, George Kittle is a monster. Except, George Kittle. except someone explained this to me. How did they score forty? What was it? Forty-six points to the Saints, and Alvin Kamara had less than five points on fantasy. I saw that. Yeah. So sure that's pretty crazy. Uh, Johnny, what do you oh, wow, think, kid? Yeah. What's their other running back? Oh, Latavius Murray. He's the one who got. Well, he got less carries, but he had a lot more production. <clears throat> I mean, this game is just—it just goes to show how important. Uh, the tight ends are on both sides. Uh, the first two touchdowns on the New Orleans side, uh, it was Cook. He got the first two. And George Kittle, obviously, like you said, Beer, uh-huh. absolutely killed it. Um, oh, man, I want to get talking to talking Bears right away and <laughs> our new tight end situation, but we'll get to that. Real um, quick before we get off this game, is Kittle not, and this is not just me being an Iowa homer, is he not the best all-around tight end in the league? Yes. Oh, 100%. he's definitely blocking, pass catching, route running. He's the best pass catcher, which makes him such a threat. Yeah, he's absolutely. he's unreal. He's his blocking so ability fast. is so good. I mean, seriously, yeah, I see runs and I'm watching him block downfield, which is ridiculous. It's it's crazy. He's so good at. It. I'm telling you, that's his so, catch was the reason. So well rounded. The Niners won. He caught the ball and with a couple, oh, I don't know how many seconds of there they had left, but he's driving on the running down the field and they're face masking him, trying to bring him down. Right, he's yep. not and going he's down. He's literally, yeah. I don't care face face masking me. I'm going to take you mm-hmm. as far as I can. And he's he's a beast. He's yeah. literally, I'd say he's the best best tight end. I don't know if you could even name someone better. You could say Kelsey's best, but like. You but haven't heard his name I'd, very I'd much. rather have Kittle, like, yeah. to be honest. I don't know. But I'm saying strictly all-around tight end. All-around. Blocking, pass-catching, route-running, speed. Definitely. His, his awareness is pretty crazy right now. Yeah. Because uh, there were some times where he was beat on blocks, and he was doing, like, by the way, scary fast 360s. Yeah. Like, scary fast. <laughs> yeah. Where it's like, if I saw that, I'd be like, you know what, Coach? My, mm-hmm. my knee's not feeling good. I think i got to sit on the sideline. <laughs> and he's still showing up every week. I mean, he's been hurt 
a couple times, yeah. I think, already and sitting out full games. And he also does just like, seem like a psycho, though. He yeah. is 100%. a psycho. Yeah, he has that kind of strength where absolute just yeah. tunnel vision, get into the end zone. He's always just like headbanging on the sideline. I was like, <laughs> yeah. like that's insane. He uh, looks insane. Yeah. He's one of those dudes. It's like we saw it with Travis Kelsey this weekend. I don't know if you guys noticed it in the versus the Pats, but like he cut his nose open. He's like bleeding on the sideline. Like I could see George Kittle like get jammed in the face has a slice and is like doesn't even doesn't even phase him and he's just it's bleeding down his face he's like i don't care i'm playing mm-hmm. football so it's just he seems like a, one of those old school dudes yeah. who does not give a shit what happens to his body mm-hmm. so no i love it what else we got chiefs patriots chiefs 23 patriots 16 so i mean w- we got to bring up the elephant in the room before we talk about the game at all patriots just got caught cheating again yeah so what was the story with that they were so basically which is even crazier to me is that they were cheating because they're playing the Bengals. so they had a guy oh time out so basically what happened was they had a guy go to the Bengals, Bengals browns right that's who played Bengals browns they had a it was like a film crew i thought well they had a guy in the stands like filming just the Bengals sidelines for like their signs and everything okay and so finally the security came up to him and was like hey this is pretty obvious what you're doing. You can't do it. So the guy turned to the security, and all he said was, how about I just delete the footage, and no one has to know about this? It's like, hmm. Even sounds more like you're cheating. <laughs> so much more sketchy. Dude, I would have said, like, no, no, no. You, you don't get it. There is an absolute smoke show behind their bench <laughs> that, like, I'm just trying to zoom in on. Yeah. You could, you could have easily said anything but that. For a reason why. No, I just never come to games. I would just like to film the Bengals versus Browns. It would yeah. excite me. No, he said, "Let's. I'm going to delete this, and we don't have to talk about this again. My sick father couldn't be here. I want to record a game for him. Nope. Nope, nothing. Yeah, almost nope. anything, anything. Other than really? what he said. Anything, yeah. yeah. You could have been like, I'm cheating, and they would have believed you. They would have laughed at you. So, I mean, think of how karma works. I mean, then they get a bunch of botched calls on their game, like that out of bounds. I mean, what do you think you deserve then? Mm-hmm. True. So, I mean, that game was good. Patrick Mahomes looked fine. Um, I can't believe, though, they, they got caught again. Like, that is – we're going to see how it all turns out. The whole defense is that they were filming, like, a like a TV show called, like – or, like, a, a show for their YouTube called Do Your Job. Okay. And, like, they were saying that they had – guys filming it and they had consent of like the bangles or something like i that's what i heard well no today they 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 took credit for it yeah they came out patriots yeah 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 so they i mean they were like yeah it's it's literally it doesn't have to do with our football operations it's a it's like a media thing like it's for our youtube so like that's what i was like oh it's just did that actually check out or i mean it makes sense kind of spinning the thing is though is that if they didn't have consent from like the browns and Bengals, kind of funky but I mean, I seems fishy. I but. don't know. I, I think, it, and they didn't. I mean, it came out. I mean, they they're they're yeah. cheaters. And the thing that I was telling these guys is, I mean, they're not dumb dumbs. They're not idiots. So you got to think, how often are they doing this? And then when they get caught, right? Yeah. You True. Know? Yeah. So that well, that's that's what I one. think. Right it's like now, the Astros. Exactly. Just like yeah. the Astros. And they traced them back for a few games, didn't they? A lot of games. Oh, them the stealing, Astros. The Astros cheating. Oh yeah. Stealing, uh, I think there was over games. sixty games in question. Do you hear? There's that Astros guy. I know we're getting off topic, but there's that Astros guy who came out and basically was like, 
Well, if we were stealing signs, I know it didn't help me because I batted under 200 or something like that. And then someone went and found where someone, it was like they called a sign to him and then he hit the ball, like got a hit on it. Oh it was God, like, oh my, <laughs> like you can't say that, dude. Like, cause they're actually, you know, don't trust the baseball fans. They're going to go and find it find when it, you, yeah. when you heard the, the sign get called. But I mean, um, it feels really nice though that you can. Like, us as Bears fans, we've been talking shit about the Bears the whole season. And so it's like, it's so good to see them have, like... Also, I love... They've only lost three games. how Or three, right? Yeah. Yeah, they've lost three games. And they act like they aren't going to make the playoffs. They're freaking out. I love that. Mm -hmm. I love it. It's good to see. What else we got? Let's move on to the Seahawks-Rams. Rams 28 over the Seahawks 12. Where the fuck did the Rams come from? Yeah, see, I I mean, I think everyone put their money on the Seahawks that game. And that was like the Rams decided to put on their big boy pants and score a bunch of touchdowns. And I don't know. I feel like the last couple of games, though, Russell Wilson has looked kind of spotty. But uh, Has anyone seen what Sierra's been wearing lately? Is she wearing a bunch of percas? Is she wearing a... <laughs> She wearing a lot of scarves, a lot of. She wasn't looking great, I guess. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of yeah, coats indoors. I mean, she, he's getting yeah. punished now. It's you know a snowball effect. Now it's like he's playing bad. She doesn't look good. And she doesn't want to look good because he's playing bad. Yeah, it's just gonna continue at this point. Uh, poor Russell. So, so it's Sierra's fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah obviously. It's She's, not his fault. They're gonna lose out, and then we're gonna make the playoffs over him over the Seahawks. So that sucks. Oh, I'm more, I'm more in faith that the Vikings are gonna blow it. They're looking more and more like frauds each week. But uh, I didn't like how they won last week. They did win, though. Stupid Lions with David Blau. Why can't you score more than seven? Yeah. You score I more agree. than seven against us. What Trash. the heck? It's because they finally had film on them. Ah, yes, the film. All right, and finally the big one. Cowboys-Bears. Bear what, down. What a Bear Thursday down, baby. night, dude. We Bear came down. out from the get-go and dominated the stupid Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Like, Cowboys came out. And, okay, well, granted, we'll let them have it. They had a 17-play drive to get down the field, and they used all their plays. They All of their plays were done. They're all, gone. Stri- all scripted, scripted plays, basically. Yeah, I call, we called it earlier. I'm like, watch, we can come out with an awesome scripted drive, and then they're not going to do anything. So then they, they go out, score the touchdown. Mitch gets the ball. He starts driving. He hits, like, our dude J.P. Holtz on a tight end screen. He's running down the field. Everything's mm-hmm. looking great. And then Mitch does a pick, really bad pick. At the one-yard line. I don't know what he was doing. It's either he overthrew Javon Wims, who was right in front of him, or he thought Anthony Miller was going to go to the corner of the end zone. He just underthrew that. Like, it just didn't make any sense. He was trying to tuck it into the corner. I mean, he was throwing lasers and threading needles all day, so I think that was just kind of his his uh, his game plan the whole time, just right. See, sling I, it in there. I personally think I have two thoughts on this game. One, about that pick. I think he was just showing off the tight windows he could throw into. Mm-hmm. Like, he knew it was going to be a pick, but he's like, watch, I could – Throw such a good spiral that I can even let this guy get a yeah. second foot down. So I thought that was a statement pick. <laughs> the second, the second thing I that it. I got to say about this, it's all about spins. Um, everyone knows that I dislike Mitch Trubisky, but here's where I'm coming into a big, big crossroad, and I need you guys to at least like walk me back and down to earth. So you know how I'm always. Uh, this is a what have you done for me lately, league? Sure. What is he? What has he done? What has he done? He's for done. You? For, yeah. He's done for us lately, but. I can't forget the first 10 games, <laughs> you know, like it's, yeah. I know it's a, what have you done for me lately league? And right now I'm still not saying like sign him to a major contract or anything, but it's like, it's so tough for me in my own head. Cause I'm like, man, he was bad for 10 straight games. And it's like, 
but they let three though. What yeah. if what if he wins out and he, he balls out like he did against the Cowboys? And you can't really even you can't really put a lot. People you know people are saying oh you you played the you played the Giants they suck and then oh you played the Lions they they suck and then oh you played Cowboys, like Cowboys six and six with a top ten defense. You can't just say Mitch Trubisky sucks going and then, up against them. And, then, yeah. and he looked like a boss in that game. Mm-hmm. He came back after that pick. We what? So we picked it one yard line. Defense causes a three and out. We get the ball back, and then Mitch walks on the field and scores right mm-hmm. away. So it's just it was beautiful to watch. I think what did he have? Uh, was it four touchdowns? Yeah, he had three three touchdowns, one running touchdown. Three, yeah, three passing touchdowns, one running. Also, Allen Robinson played really well. Two touchdown catches oh, for Allen Robinson. Yeah, that was incredible. That was great. Anthony Miller got his first touchdown. Mm-hmm. He finally did that, and then he dropped a pass later in the game. But yeah. still, I mean, he he looked good. Everyone, everything was clicking. That that's what the offense needed to look like. The one thing I didn't like though is at the end of the game we just started like, you know, we started packing in. We started to kill the clock. Yeah. And like the the score was thirty one twenty four. You could say it was within a possession, but like in reality. Like our defense was relaxed we, at the end. We were letting them just take the yards. Essentially, we beat the crap out of them. But once again, game. let me uh, think of this. I've said it once in this podcast. I'm going to say it again. When our offense is clicking like they are, even after or even like with the interception, you can just tell they feed so much off of our offense doing well. When they think like, "Oh, we got a chance to make this stop. Like we we should go and do a three and out because I have faith in our offense to do something." So you can totally see that. Oh, yeah. They're they're just it's fucking awesome. And that was a great snap. That was a good snap. That was a good snap. I'm a terrible snapper. I guarantee I can't do it again. Do it. Nope, uh, can't do it again. I, I knew it. Um, but that was an overall good game, Johnny. What'd you think? Yeah, like I mentioned before, I really like Holtz uh, as our receiver. Just opened up so many more options for Mitch. Um, and Jesper again. The way he was threading the needle was so awesome. His second his second touchdown to uh, Allen Robinson. He thread the le- the needle so it was so close that both he and the defender both caught, they caught it. But uh, how sick was that though? It was incredible. Yeah, it was, it awesome. was nasty. It was awesome. It was dirty. It wasn't even really that close of a like a catch either. I mean, Allen Robinson definitely he, caught no, that. No, I completely first. agree with that. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. but when has Trubisky been making those throws? Yes, I think Robinson can always catch those catches. But when have you seen at least Trubisky attempting those tight throws? And I love it. Yeah. I, you can see. You know, after he turned off the fucking TVs, he's getting this confidence back. Confidence is not... It's the confidence. It really is the Dude, confidence. Dude, it is. Yeah. I completely agree. It's He literally played with conviction. Mm-hmm. He was making throws without thinking. Right. Normally, yeah. he waits like a half second. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, I got to double check, and then he'll throw a pick or yeah. something. Or he'll like whiff it. But no, he was like, okay, that dude's open. I'm hitting him. Even if he's like close, yeah. he still was threading mm-hmm. needles. He was trusting himself. It was incredible. Yeah. It was, and I, dude, I think you just said it actually perfectly. On some of the interceptions that he's had this year and some of the bad plays, I feel like, uh, what did we used to say? He was a one-check guy. And when his one-check wasn't working out, he had, like, no like no backup plan. And this one, he, he seemed to be a little first-check heavy, but he was still trying to make the throw instead of, like, panicking and then getting sacked. But can I tell you what I loved most about this boy? The Roadrunner feet. I yeah. love it. Come oh, on. Yeah. How did you not that love that? Isn't it incredible. so good to watch? This is the most fun I had watching Mitch Trubisky since last year. I yeah. thought that's the, the whole reason why we trade or we picked him over Deshaun Watson because we're like, well, they both can run, but I kind of like Mitch's arm a little better and his, his arm on the run especially. And then he just stopped running for a little bit. But when he 
makes these defense because what is everyone saying? Hey, we're going to make number 10 beat us with throwing the ball. Boy's got legs. Scary. He's got legs. Absolutely. Dude. It was awesome. It was nice, too, because early on there, was a, there were those plays where he was like, early in the season, you see him throw it away. And like, but, no, he started running. We were like, okay, Mitch, mm-hmm. like, go get that first down. And then all of a sudden, like, oh, he's not playing scared anymore. He's not sliding. He's going – he's running, but, like, he's not, like, hitting people, mm-hmm. but he's going down with his shoulder first. I'm like, all right, man, like, yeah. play you – know, this is – these last couple of games, you're playing for your job. Yeah. You better come out here and ball. And he's literally balling. So yeah. that, that was awesome to watch. We have to see it this week, though. If he comes out and balls against the Packers – the whole city of Chicago is going to suck his dick. So, yeah, it's going to be awesome. All right, let's get into locks of our week. Johnny, start us off. What's your lock? Because I know he's going to take mine, so I need him to go first. That way I can say my backup. All right, my lock of the week, Seattle over Carolina. Minus six. Minus six. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did I take yours? I no, you actually didn't, which I'm happy Seattle with. Seattle over Carolina. You have Seattle? Mm-hmm. Okay. Carolina yeah. looks terrible. Yeah, Panthers are. I feel like they lost the locker room after their, lock. uh, Rivera. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're a mess. I think wait for Rivera to go out, though. They, like, had a whole exit press conference for him, and, like, the whole, the whole like, their old Twitter was, like, giving all this dedication stuff. Like, they all loved him, and they were like, it's just time now. Dude, he's going to find a job so easy. It was a very tasteful fire. But where do you think he's going to go? I see a lot of places where oh. he can end up. Either a head coach, defensive coordinator. I, I see a lot of spots that he can end up. Browns, maybe? Interesting. A lot of people have been saying the Browns. I, I just see that would be cool. Mike McCarthy could go to the Browns. We didn't see that. Apparently, those are the rumors I'm, yeah, I'm seeing. I've heard okay. that too. It just with his, it's clearly wasn't him. Yeah. You know, I don't think it's all him. No. I think Allen is the problem. And you know, they started off so hot with his five and one start, and then, dude, it's like what we say every time: these young quarterbacks, they come in, they play a couple good games, and then someone's like, uh oh. We got film on them. Mm-hmm. And then who knows? Exactly. Patriots might be in the stands signaling or stealing your signs anyway. So, Yeah. And you know what? You got to feel bad because this kid should not be out there playing right now. He's not a starter. Like, people think he's not the future. He really isn't. And it, it's it's tough to watch. And it's, you can't really – I feel like at this point, though, still Ron Rivera, he, he did a lot of great things, took him to the Super Bowl. It's just, you know, I don't think the players were as motivated anymore. Like for him, it was just kind of like, we've heard it. Now they just need to, yeah. they need to change it up. It's good. It was it. I don't know how many coaches just retire. Almost all of them are getting fired. They get yeah. let go. So it's it was hard. going to happen, basically. Uh, my pick this week is going to be the Bucks minus four against the Lions. I think the Lions are just they're not playing for their coach. They're not playing for anything. They're just not showing up on these days. And I believe that Jameis Winston. He's going to light him up. Yeah, he's going to throw probably two, three picks minimum. But he's going to throw another like four or five touchdowns. I think they're going to light him up. I see that game being at least a 17-point game for the Bucks. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. My lock, okay, I'm not a homer at all, but fucking put down the Chicago Bears. Bears are going into Lambeau. Titty Boy's playing great. We're going to go in there and score a million touchdowns. Our defense is going to kill Aaron Rodgers, and we're going to win that game. So give me Bears plus four and a half. Heck, yeah, dude. I am. This is my one one time of year. I'm betting against the Packers, and damn right, I'll I'll bet against. I them. like it. I mean, it's the playoffs, man. Playoffs are right now. Right playoffs now. are right now, yeah. dude. Yeah. Who would have thunk, man? We were we were literally a couple of years, a couple of weeks ago, going like the the funeral of Mitch Trubisky. Our whole season sucks. Let's let's can Nagy. Let's can everybody. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, we're coming out here, and now we're have a winning record. We're in the hunt, which is nuts. And then cream. You know, 
We're in the Kareem hunt at this point. <laughs> Except no kicking girls. But uh, honestly, though, I, I mean, it's going to be... I, I'm just excited for this game. This game Sunday is going to be really fun. Worst part is, is that I'm going to Minnesota. I'm flying to Minnesota to go see my girlfriend. And my flight home takes off at 3.30. So I might be missing the end of the game. No matter what, I have to get to the airport at like 2.30. So yeah. <laughs> it, that's going to be the one sad part. Just uh, turn off airplane mode. What if it goes down? If we're winning, it's a win. Oh, yeah. Go we'll off on a high. Oh, it's going to happen. I'm going to get there. I'm going to be like, where's the bar? Where's the bar at the airport? I'm waiting until the last possible second to get on that plane. All right, before we get into timeout, I want to do a little shout-out because both of our college teams are bowl eligible and we got picked. Woo. So Illini is going to be taking on Cal. Yep. Um, I saw that you guys were even, I think, favorites in that game. Which, I mean, come on. I should say more about Cal than it does about the Illini at this point, though. <laughs> um, the Red Box Bowl, baby. Yeah. I mean... What a na- You know what? I was really hoping for the Zaxby's Chicken Bowl, but um, the Red Box Bowls, you know, we'll take it. The, there's a not, there's too many of us friends, too, that are talking about, should we get flights out there? I'm like, I'm not going to go fly and watch Illinois lose, so it's not going to happen. But, no, it's exciting. It's exciting to see a bowl game. I actually like... It's a little odd that Johnny's getting off Bovada to look for a line. Yeah, if if I'm if I'm gonna say something. Interesting. Okay, yeah. Oh, so, so you guys Illinois are actually dogs. You're oh, dogs. We are dogs. Okay, yeah. So never mind. Kale should be beating us, but you know what? Illinois it always plays well when we're underdogs. Remember that Wisconsin game? I remember that Wisconsin game. Oh, I remember. What, what a great game. I remember. You know, that. we could definitely do that again, Kale. Mm-hmm. What's going on with Iowa? <laughs> so Iowa is in the Holiday Bowl um, against USC. So I'm excited Ooh. for that game. It's on the 27th. Uh, that's gonna be a big game. I believe that we're favored. Yeah, we're favored by one and a half. Yeah. So it's weird. So it's going against a top ten or two top ten defenses with two struggling quarterbacks against top ten defenses. So this is going to be an under. under all day. With, okay. I think it's going to be an under. And unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to go out for the game. I'm doing a family thing with my girlfriend's family that night. We're doing like a sleepover, and I was like, "If you think I'm not going to be like, hey, put on the TV, put on the, yeah, like on. put on yeah, the game, got to be on it. I don't care about the sound. You know, I could put a headphone in or whatever. But yeah, so congratulations to both our team and for you guys to finally be bowl eligible. Welcome to the club. We are, you know, it's we're good to be here. Now it's you know, lovey. Takes to the next level. Keep I think you guys are going to get some recruits mm-hmm. this offseason. We've, we've been getting recruits. It's just they always have been injured. We, we were going to start like a five-star corner this year. This is our best recruit towards ACL in camp. It's yeah. like crap. Like that just, that's just our luck. It's mm-hmm. classic Illinois. All right. Well, shout out, you know, Bowl Series. Well, everyone, it's time for that time. Time out. Where? Where? On the podcast. Oh. oh. So it wouldn't be a time out if I didn't bring up a food item. And this week, we actually got two. One is not necessarily food-based, but it's about something food. So we're going to start off with that one. So KFC this year okay. Again. has a uh, promotion going with Walmart to have chicken-scented fire logs to put in your fireplace. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and this is, this is not even a joke. This is what they're doing. And, dude, come on. If you walk into someone's house and you're like, is the colonel here? Do you have some secret blends of herbs and spices going on in this house? So my question to you is, first of all, would you buy them? And then second of all, do you think they actually smell good? Or do you think it's going to be like burnt chicken? Do we have a 
fireplace at our place? No, yes, we don't. We do? We do? Mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. Where? Under, under the TV? Yes. I was going to say I have one here, what? too. Well, I mean, we, sh- we could try it. 20 bucks a pop for a piece of wood that got herbs and spices on it? I, You know what? 11 herbs and spices. I don't get it. I, <laughs> first of all, it's different. Like you could, it could smell like chicken. It could smell like it smells like fried KFC. That's what it's gonna smell like. Which is, are you do you want your house to smell like that? It's like people, people it's, that work at these places like hate it because they have to wash their clothes so many times because they, they can't get the smell out. Right, and this is smoke just in your home. It's gonna smell like <laughs> that's shit. Terrible. Are you kidding me? Nobody wants that. I Probably feel, won't even get out. I've Let's, seen I've seen the candles that they have. Of, I think it's like mashed potatoes and a gravy scented candle. Uh, and I've, I've smelled those. They are awful. But you, I guess, you know, you got the KFC brand on there. It's got to be got to be good. You got to know that they sat in a, you know, in a room, like a boardroom. And they were like, we're going to do this. What, Everyone yeah, agreed. What was that innovation? They're like, yeah, let's make chicken-flavored wood to sell during the Dude, holidays. I'll do you one better. Someone got a promotion for this pitch. There's there's some COO now out of here being like, wow, this guy is head of marketing, head of head of creative ideas. I mean, it is selling at Walmart, so it's probably catering to its demographic there. Yeah, whoever the brand director Eel. for KFC is, man, they stood up probably after it. They're all clapping, shaking hands, like I'm so proud of this piece of wood that we gave, put our eleven herbs and spices on. So I think Walmart is stoked, and I think KFC walked out of that meeting, turned to some like I can't believe we sold that i can't that? believe we sold that like everyone said i was a fool and they are fools but we got them to buy it for probably like five bucks a log and they're gonna sell it for 20 and the chicken wars continue so you guys didn't answer would you so nice. we said that we would buy one if you walked into a house would you be like ooh, or would you be like oh god um you know i I probably would be it's a hard mix. To, yeah. It's going to be difficult just because... We haven't smelled it yet? Yeah, I mean... See, if I walk in a house and there's a bucket of uh, Colonel's chicken, I'm going to be happy. You know, It's a very inviting smell. But if it's going to be just taking you over during your whole stay, I don't know if that's uh, what you want. But I, yeah, it could, it could be like one or the other, right? Yeah. So if it's, if it's one or the other, I'm going to be annoyed. But, but if it's got the chicken, it's okay. But if, it, if they got the wood without the chicken, like they went... Uh, to the extent of going to Walmart and buying this piece of wood and then not going to KFC to have that for me when I want to show up. It's like, come on. I'm a, I would, you know, honestly, I'd be kind of impressed that you actually went through the effort and were like, I want to pay money for this. So I'd be like, okay, you know, more power so to you. I kind of want it to smell like a KFC restaurant and not just the chicken because I feel like when you walk into a KFC, and I haven't been in a while, but I feel like normally the biscuits override the chicken smell sometimes. And so it's like, I love a smell of a biscuit. So if it smelled like biscuits, fried chicken, some mashed potatoes and gravy, it, you know, like in Willy Wonka, how it's the Thanksgiving feast and a piece of bubble gum. Mm. He's like, ooh, I'm tasting the pie. I'm tasting the turkey. I want that where you're like, oh, man, that, that chicken smells so good. Is that some green beans? Like, that's, that's what I want. You want the whole meal. What if, you know, instead of it smelling like chicken, it just smelled like the biscuit? Like they have a biscuit-flavored... It would sell out like hotcakes. I, it's like, all right, KFC, now take it back to the drawing board. Try again next year. Ooh, before we get off it, do you think there's going to be like a Tide Pod challenge? <laughs> like you think someone's going to be like, wow, this smells so good. I'm going to start eating. Absolutely. Like drunk at their holiday party and be like, oh my God, this chicken's my ah. 
They just like, saw they're yeah. sawing off <laughs> yeah. edges. Oh, let's take a like, bite. Hey, hey, Richard, stop eating wood chips. You know, you're an accountant. <laughs> you're eating. <laughs> it's, just, it's got 11 herbs and spices. Probably yeah. does taste good. Okay, so we're moving on, but we're still sticking with chicken. However, we're going south of the border. Not really. Uh, Taco Bell is testing out new crispy <laughs> tortilla chicken strips. Uh, Ooh, okay. Real quick. Pull up a picture of these things, because these look like the greatest invention Taco Bell has ever had. They look so good. There's like five different dipping sauces. They look so good. Oh, you got to do Taco chicken, Bell. Chicken strips, right? Chicken strips, yeah. Yeah. Look at okay. those. Look at those. Taco. Just look at them in the box. These guys? Who yeah. would have thought? look at them in the box. Oh, my wow. God. Do those now look like great chicken tenders? Okay, Taco Bell. I see you getting in tr- chicken wars. Into Next, chicken we're going to see a sandwich. Maybe a or tortilla. Oh, wait. Look at how good those that look. That actually looks really tasty. What is that? It's nacho it's, cheese, it's probably. Like it's like their like spicy nacho, nacho cheese okay. for their thing that they're doing. Incredible. Um, I can't wait. I think they're going to be delicious. Uh, why can't we get log-scented like these things? Because you know they're nacho cheese. My thing is, the crispy tortillas, what is that going to be? Because you know they're going to have to come out with like Doritos Locos. Crispy chicken tortillas, chips, yep. right? Mm-hmm. Do you remember when they had like the chicken? It was like a chicken taco, but the chicken was like the taco oh, the shell. Chicken chalupa. Do you remember that? Yeah. yeah, I actually thought it was good. I got it once. I was like, oh wow, I was kind of impressed. But honestly, Taco Bell, you know, more power to you. You rarely have come out with anything ever bad. I feel like everything they've come out with is solid. Solid. Yeah, I mean, yeah, solid. We can't never really say. It's so it's amazing. an avocado ranch with a creamy chipotle. Come on. Sounds so good. Come on. I haven't eaten there yet. I'm starving. Where are they at? Tendies are available in Houston, Texas, Dayton, Ohio. Okay, just those two. Why not Chicago, Illinois? Well, those are the two hubs. Same with uh, Peoria, Illinois. They're like testing hubs. So you could always get like very limited stuff or testing stuff there. So that's pretty cool. Um, My thing is, before we get off this and on to the next one, do you think that... Okay, we're not... No one's robbing the studio. Um, do you think that they're going to be as good as they look? Because we gotta, we got to go down to it. Because everyone's hopping in the chicken wars. you got Popeyes in the chicken wars. you got McDonald's testing out new chicken, ta- or chicken sandwiches. Now you got Taco Bell entering the chicken wars. I mean, do you think they're going to hold up? Because we said that we don't think McDonald's is going to hold up. So what do you think about these tenders? Are they going to be, you know, on the sidelines of the chicken wars? Do you think they're going to be right up in there and get the hype? Uh, I, I'd say sideline to start, uh, you know, if we have the same, we have the same feeling about the McDonald's thing, you know, Taco Bell, you don't have the history with the chicken, right? It's KFC and KFC and Popeye's fighting until the end. And then, you know, Chick-fil-A is going to be in there, but you know, it makes sense that Popeye's has the best one. I don't think it'll make much sense if, you know, but who knows? We'll, we'll try it. But I'll try like it. That's exactly what Taco Bell's got it going for him. Cause you're going to walk in there and be like, even if they're mediocre, you're going to be like, what yeah. the fuck? That's Fuck. exactly right. Yep. These are so good because you're getting chicken at Taco Bell. Mm. They're going to do really well. Yeah. Yeah, I can tell. Oh, well, Johnny's got some insider info, maybe. I can't say. <laughs> <laughs> have, you, have you tried them, though? Can you at least say that? Uh, no, we have not tried them. Uh, did help with the ideation session, the innovation, innovation session, and that was a big thing is that nothing on their menu was chicken. Oh, um, so you – I should have been in there. <laughs> Uh, so actually, I, we really think that these are going to do really well. They're super, super craveable. Um, I can the, tell you right now, I will get an eight piece. I mean, yeah, th- these look awesome. And those dipping, I didn't know about those dipping sauces. We never, 
they never finalized anything. Oh. Uh, so I'm actually <laughs> really excited to try these. Um, so now is a good time to tell you all, you obviously, he just spilled the beans, and that's why he's going down to Mexico. <laughs> he's, he's working on getting the perfect crispy tortillas to bread these chicken thunders with. <laughs> exactly. Bring back to the next innovation session. Yeah. Take it up a notch in the chicken wars. All right, so... We're going to get off food, but we're going to hop on fruit. So, so food. Back on so, food. So, I'm sorry, man. It's just what's going around the internet. So I don't know if you guys heard, but there's an Art Bastille show in Miami this weekend, the big art exhibit, and there was a banana duct tape worth to a wall that the oh, broker set the price at $120,000. So before we get into actually what happened with it, what do you guys think about the dumb fucking stupid ass minds of modern contemporary art right now because it is getting out of control you know everything can be art right yeah it's your typical artsy fartsy kind of thing you take a picture of anything said wall yeah didn't like Banksy do that he went to like a art museum and like all he had was a framed picture of like a screw yeah and then just like put it up on the wall people are like whoa a screw that's amazing look at it millions of (laughs) but but that's a little different because that was his exhibit so like they know that he's one of these crazy things the craziest thing about banksy is when he was doing the he pretended to be a homeless guy like a a street worker and it was it's on the uh the documentary uh exit through the gift shop Mm -hmm. and so so he was he was painting like his stencils and everything Uh on the side and like selling to people for five bucks and people would walk away, and he would put up, like, the little caption of how much those are actually worth. So it'd be like, oh, this guy just paid $25. Those are worth $300,000. Oh, my God. So it's, like, insane. Wow. So my thing is, that's one thing, because he is, like, an unbelievable, unbelievably established, he's a mysterious artist. figure in the mm-hmm. art world yeah. where it's like he's paid his dues. This fucking idiot that just literally duct tape it. And by the way, you get a tithic, a ticket, sorry, a ticket of authenticity. However, because the bananas rot, you can take off the tape and put any banana up and put another piece of tape on and it's still worth the same. That is stupid what? as shit to me. They changed they you could actually change it and they did that. They did that during the exhibit. They did and it's because of this. So a guy, everyone was waiting in line to take pictures with this thing. So a guy walked up, you should pull this up on YouTube. A guy walked up, waited in line to take his picture, walked up, untaped it, and ate it. <laughs> he ate the banana. People are just freaking out at him and like, what are you doing? He ate the banana. I mean, yeah, I mean he's I mean it's stupid. That's what you that's what you get. You can't just put a banana on a wall and think nobody's gonna eat it. People are hungry. Dude. The art of Brazil, Miami Beach. My big question is no security? Nothing? Yeah, nothing going this, on, yeah. This thing's only worth $120,000. Where's the artist? Why is the <laughs> artist not protecting this thing? I love that he ate it. I love that he ate it. Yeah, smirk on his face. <laughs> the and so that's time. the director right there, the blonde girl. And she's just like, I can't believe you do this. She's like tearing up, and it's like, it's a banana. <laughs> it's a nanner. It's a banana. It's on a wall. So then they replaced it, and it was still worth the same thing? Still worth the exact same thing, wow. because the ticket says that it could just be any banana as long as you have that ticket. Okay. So my thing is... Any banana, wow. What's gonna, what is going to stop anyone from buying it and then keeping that and then just duct taping another banana to a wall and be like, hey, I want 250000 but you still have the original. <laughs> but like, you do, I'll give you the ticket, sure. Yeah. 
Yeah, you're paying for the ticket at that point. So, uh, what do you think of the balls of this guy to walk up there in front of everyone and eat it? Seriously. I mean, he's a performer. He's a comedian. So, I'm sure he's done some crazy shit in the past. But, yeah, there was not a single... During the video, there was not a single like security guard anywhere. Dude, the best thing that. is the one the director was saying... <laughs> was saying um, well, you know, like, I don't think we're going to get him arrested. What the fuck are you going to arrest him for? That he ate a banana. <laughs> yeah, banana. <laughs> Dude, it's like, what do you, it's not like he stole it. He left the banana peel there. It's just like, he, he didn't even take the tape. He took the cheap part. Yeah. Duct tape costs more than a banana. What, what do you guys think? Do you think that is the most expensive banana ever? No, because... China and Japan have like these very weird things where they like grow a specific f- one fruit for like 30 to 50 years and then they sell it for like a ridiculous amount. I saw a watermelon get sold for half a million. So it's like, I don't know for a fact what their bananas go for, but like they have like bananas that look like the inflatable tubes. They're just really big. Mm. So it's like, I'm sure that could go for a lot of money. It mm. does say on the internet when Johnny just uh, Googled most this. expensive banana. It says been eaten at the art exhibit. <laughs> so, hey, I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, well, now he can say he's eaten the most expensive banana to this date. We might see a more expensive banana soon, but hey, I wonder what it tasted like. If you think at the next and like, the next art whatever show that this is going on. I don't know if it's like traveling or anything, but you know, there's going to be like anything taped to a wall. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. There, fuck it. Tape me up to a wall. Duct tape me up to a wall. Sell me for, I think what's a fair price of $1.9 million. Mm-hmm. I'll go home with you. Mm-hmm. I'll hang out with you for a day. Maybe we can get these Taco Bell chicken strips, mm-hmm. light a nice fire. If these KFC get the really, the smells going, I'll yeah. tell you some jokes. Maybe we'll do a live podcast with you. That's what we'll do. Mm-hmm. And then we'll donate everything to charity minus $1 million. Yeah, minus $1 million. <laughs> no, we got to pay ourselves. You know? We'll put you back on the wall. No, no, no. We're nonprofit. The tape in my time was worth about a million, so okay, it, it, okay. it counts. Okay. Okay, so let's get into the rank. Um, this year, or this rank, Johnny actually came up with the idea, and I thought it's a very good idea. So it is your, what, what, what exactly is it called? It's your Spotify, like, recap of the year yeah essentially your just gives you a whole data dump of all your top artists your uh, top songs uh-huh. genres and things like that so i thought maybe we'd share our top artists at least uh with each other so since... i gotta ask like so how do i find this i actually don't have spotify so i'm gonna go off my own list of itunes so johnny might that, know how to do your, it your top songs for, you. for 2019 is that it Let's do artists. It'll be easier. Mm-hmm. Give me a data dump, man. Tell me, tell me what I've been listening to. It's gonna, it's gonna be something stupid like to listen to Kygo like for way too long. But then again, I don't yeah, know. It's Tropical House. Maybe it makes you feel good. Maybe a little Dickies up there. I'll tell you what. Kygo's Tropical House makes me go for a banana. So maybe that's higher love. You're playing higher love right now. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. We got it. We got it now. Oh wow, that's pretty good. I think that's a that's a good combo. What up there. is it? Um, you want me to go first? My sure. top five. Okay, so my top five artists, um, and we'll, we will we can publish these if you would like. Uh, number one is Vice Stone. I don't actually know who. What song? <laughs> this might have been the worst idea. I don't know if anyone's going to know any of my uh, no, top people... artists. <laughs> <laughs> so num- my number one is Vice Stone. I believe if you look it up, you'll probably know some of some of their songs. Uh, number two is Kygo. 
I mean, Kygo, I love Tropical House. I, I, it's like my favorite genre, probably by far. Number two is Country. Isn't that a great combo? It's awesome. Really good. Get everything in that. Uh, so number two is Kygo. Number three, I have Galantis, which is a more top, Tropical House. A little bit more EDM-y, though. Um, and then number four, we have Luke Combs. I don't know switch, who that is. Switch uh, it up. He's a country music guy. Do you not know who he's Luke the biggest Combs is? Country, I don't like country. country when it rains, right it pours. That what? song? When it rains, it pours. Who sings Wagon Wheel? Oh, <laughs> I like Wagon Wheel. <laughs> I like Wagon Wheel, and I like... Uh, that's a good one, yeah. That's your, there's another one, but I like Wagon Wheel. That's usually non-country folk like, song that you recognize. Yeah. Wow. Who sings it, though? I mean, one is Darius Rucker. He does a cover of it. Who does the original? I'm actually not sure. Um, oh, Old Crow Medicine Man, Old right? Old Crow Medicine Man. Yeah, of course yeah. it is. They do that. Um, Old Crow Medicine Man, of course. And then what was your last one? Marshmallow. So more, more Marshmallow, house. okay, that's nice. fair. They got that's a little fair. bit more like housey versus tropical I don't even know how you get more tropical though. I don't know what type of tropical people are out there. I don't know. I like it, though. That's a yeah. good one. Oh, okay, yeah. Johnny, how about you? All right. Let me know if you guys recognize any of these people. Uh, the first one is, I don't count this one. It's above and beyond. It's just like a backtrack that I put while I'm listening at work. Really meditation. You so. don't think we know one of the biggest DJs of Above all time? Above and beyond. Yeah. Oh, you guys do recognize him. No, okay. I don't. I'm okay. kidding. Oh, he's no, not no. a DJ. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number two is Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny. Yes. Okay. Okay. I saw Bad him Bunny. live last year. Oh, nice. Number yeah. three, Setch. No, I don't know that one. No. What kind of music? What is that? This is all reggaeton. Looks like Lizzo. Reggaeton. Reggaeton. <laughs> reggaeton. Say it. <laughs> I love Say it. reggaeton. Reggaeton. That's pretty good. Okay. Joseph? Say it. Spanish music. <laughs> Osuna. Do you guys know who that is? Oh, no. Like Osuna. Marcelo Osuna, the future right fielder exactly of the right. White Sox? Mm, he's not going to the White Sox. <laughs> you can't afford him. Maybe. They, they like, some reporter tweeted that from, like, Dominican Republic, and, like, they people believed it, and then it didn't happen. They were like, on Monday, he's going to sign with the White Sox, and then nobody. It's not, it no, wasn't verified it just because the guy's from Dominican Republic. So. so that could have something to do with it. I thought it was really funny. Right. But, yeah. And number five, Nicky Jam. I don't know who that is. Nick and Jam? Nicky Jam? Nicky Jam. Who's that? Oh, I thought it was Nick and Is that more reggaeton? More reggaeton. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> All right. That's great. Hi, I mean, I knew a couple of those. Uh, my number one on this whole year has got to be, it's got to be Atmosphere. I listen to at least an hour of Atmosphere a day, like minimum. Nice. He's an old school rapper. Well, there's two guys. It's Ant and Slug. I'm actually going to see him on January 14th at the Metro. Boom, boom, boom. Hey, so I'm excited for them. Uh, second is going to be Kanye. I listen nice. to so much Kanye. It's, it's, it's a little disgusting. Okay. But I listen to a lot of Kanye. Uh, I mean, check out. I got a new phone. What's my background? The Kanye Bear. Kanye. Okay. Yeah, it's the Kanye Bear. Uh, number three is going to be Jack Johnson. Nice. I listen to a Jack shit Johnson. ton of Jack Johnson. In Between Dreams is one of the best albums of all time. I believe it's on a top ten. In my mind, top ten. And then number four is going to be... I don't have five. Uh, my number four is going to be Tyler, the Creator. After Igor came out, I couldn't stop listening to that. Then it got me more, you know, interested in to, like, listen to all the albums I got. Yeah. So, like, I went back to Wolf. I went back to Cherry Bomb. Nice. Uh, it, I mean, I think Igor is insane. The guy came from making songs about Ass Milk and Tron Cat. To, you know, Earthquake, which is like a little love lullaby, so I like that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm, I'm all down. The Coachella lineup comes out in two weeks, or in three weeks. Wow. So I'm so pumped. So pumped for that. I, I, my top four people that I want to see there, Frank Ocean. This is no order, by the way. Okay. Frank Ocean, 
Coldplay, Adele, and well, that doesn't count because they're already on. I was gonna say Rage Against the Machine, but they're already on the lineup, so I don't wanna. Oh, so some of the lineup is already only lineup. one. Rage uh, Rage came out and tweeted about it when they weren't oh, supposed okay. to, uh, and then, ooh, I think. Flume. Oh, that'd Flume. Be awesome. Flume. I saw Flume last year, and he got a little weird. Got a little weird. Really? Then, uh, it was definitely weird. And then a week later, he did the whole thing where he was just eating the girl's butt out for wow. an hour. So that got a little weird. But sure. I'm, I'm very excited for that. Um, I still have your text message that you promised that you'd come this year, so I'm still waiting on that. Yep. Uh, I'm not reserving my all my PTO for the end of the year, so you know I can spread it around. Go to Coachella, why not? There we go. That's what I like to hear. All right, everyone, thank you very much for listening. Remember, if you like the podcast and you like what you hear, tell a friend. we got to start marketing more. We know that, but tell a friend. You can follow us on Instagram at Beer League Official. Mm -hmm. You can follow us on... No, that's all. We got, we're got. we still working on the Twitter. Beer League Official. Mm -hmm. yeah. Beer League Official uh, on iTunes and everything. And also, you know, if your friends don't want to do it, type us in. We'll just send out the link to... You know, be a subscriber. Or take their phone and download it anyway, mm -hmm. and then give us yeah. five stars. I've actually been doing that a lot. Okay. Yeah. I just take people's phone and be like, what's your podcast? Like, subscribe. Oh, ethical. Yeah. Nice. So thank you guys nice. very much, and we look forward to seeing you next week. See you. See you guys.